from Norwich, Connecticut, Brother Ewart Wilson to the congregation. Congregation, Ewart Wilson, can we receive him by the sign of the saints? Amen. 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 being here. Thank God for his goodness and his mercies. I'd like to thank God for the opportunity. I'd like to thank God for a pastor. She's not here today. She's traveling uh, along with Sister Sue Amen. and Brother Kenny. We pray for their safe travels and safe return. Amen. 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 Um, today, I would like us to start, start off straight into the scriptures. We'll be taken from Romans 7, Romans chapter 7, verse 14 to 19. Romans 7, verse 14 to 19. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Let's wait a little bit for you guys to find it. thank you for this day. We thank you for your word, O oh Lord. Bless us, O oh Lord. Open our understanding, our ears, and our heart, and let us hear what the Lord is saying to the church, O oh Father. Yes, Lord. Let us digest your word, O oh Lord. Lord, bless me and speak through me. Let it be all of you and none of me. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So I will read and everyone could follow. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold on your sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would do, that I do not. But what I hate, that do I. If then I do what, if, if then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. God bless the reading of the word. As we see here in this scripture, Paul is stuck in a dilemma. 
whereby the good that he wished to do, he doesn't do. And the evil that he wished to not do, that he does. And so it's a war within his members, within his body, within his mind, within his soul, that he does that which he doesn't want to, and don't do what he does want to do. And this is the same dilemma that majority, I would say all Christians are faced with in the Christian life. All Christians are faced with this same dilemma. And that's why today this sermon or today's word is going to be about backsliding or falling from grace. To give an under, a better understanding of what back, that backsliding or falling from grace is, first let's look at what most of the church believe backsliding or falling from grace is. Most, most churches believe that backsliding or falling from grace is simply committing a sin. But then we really have to think because there's no one in the building or no one that's a born again Christian in the world that can say without a doubt they haven't sinned for the month. And today is only the 11th. Sure. For people to say that, then they'll have to put sin in categories of big sin and small sin mm -hmm. but with God sin is sin mm -hmm. so if we all sin then that means that we're all still in a fallen state mm -hmm. but if we born again Christians then we're not still in a fallen state so that of itself contradicts itself if you run the stoplight you're committing a sin if you drive above the speed limit like I do a lot of times, you're committing a sin. Mm -hmm. If you lie, you're committing a sin. Does that mean you fall all the time? No, it's not. The error that you commit doesn't define who you are as a Christian. Mm -hmm. And so I would like to share my own experience of falling from grace or backsliding. In the year 2013 and between 2013 and 2015, I lived in Kansas. And I struggled with sexual immorality. Right? And in struggling with this stronghold that I had, I did everything in my own power that I could do to overcome it. I bought all the tapes on lust, all the CDs on lust, all the DVDs on lust, how to overcome lust, how to be free from lust, the lust of the flesh. I got, I, I got Googled up all the scriptures. I put it together. And like Paul, the issue I had was the more I resisted in my own way using my willpower to not watch pornography, mm -hmm. 
was the more the urge to do it grows stronger. Yes. How many of you Christians has that issue? And I'm just using my own experience of sexual immorality as one, but there are many Christians that suffer the same thing. And we look at each other and say, well, because he is dealing with that big sin, or because she is dealing with that little sin, they have fallen for grace. And because of that talk pattern, because of that talk pattern, I would condemn myself. And I became frustrated. And I became bitter. Because the way I believed the word and the authority should work for me, it did not work. I was frustrated because I was putting in work in order to overcome lust, to order to overcome sexual immorality, to order to free myself from watching pornography. And yet it did not work. To the point I got tired and I given up. And that process in which I reached to the point of not caring anymore, of living for God, or trusting God and having a relationship with Him, because I couldn't overcome in my own willpower, in my own strength, a sin that I felt condemned by is what we normally know as falling from grace or backsliding. You see, the sin of itself that I did was not the reason for me to fall. The reason why which I fall was because I got frustrated that I was doing all this work to be better as a Christian and it failed to bear fruit. It failed to be successful. My religious beliefs of how Christianity is did not work the way I planned it out to be. Did not work the way the tapes that I had. My religion failed me. Everything that I studied failed. And all I had was this desire to do that which I didn't want to do. It's clear I didn't want to be trapped in sexual immorality or else I wouldn't have spent all those money buy, buying all those videos on how to overcome lust. I wouldn't have spent all that money buying all those CDs in how to overcome lust, listening to it day and night and every chance I get. It's evidence of that. But yet, I fell to it. And every time I fell, I condemned myself. I beat myself up. I felt unworthy. I felt dirty. 
I question myself as a born again Christian. Am I really born again? If I'm suffering from these stuff. And then the devil saw opening. Yeah. He came and he said, Well, you're already watching porn. Sin is sin. Anyway, you might as well go to the strip club. Before you know it, I was at a strip club. Mm -hmm. Devil came again. Well, you are in a strip club. Sin is sin. You're already doing all this. You're already giving up. Mm -hmm. You might as well go have sex. Before you know it, I was out there having sex. Mm -hmm. Or, sorry, committing fornication. Mm -hmm. Same thing. We could use nice words, but it means exactly what, what it means. And that's the process of being stuck in lasciviousness. Having lustful desires and fulfilling them without restraint. And that's the process of being fallen from grace. It wasn't the sin that made me fall. It was my frustration and bitterness in that my religion or that my beliefs in Christianity did not work the way I thought it should. All the work that I did was to not and I didn't know what to do to free myself from the lust that I was somewhat in bondage to. Amen? Amen. Let's turn to Galatians chapter 5, verse 1 to 4. I want us to see what does the Bible say about falling from grace. What is the Bible's definition of backsliding or falling from grace? Because we all could have our own interpretations. But at the end of the day, the word of God doesn't change. People change. And we have to make a decision to live as Christians to let the word change our mind and not let us try to change the word to suit ourselves. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. So we will see what the word says about backsliding or falling from grace. What is the Bible's definition of that? Galatians chapter 5 verses 1 to 4. We all have the same amen. Amen.
Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ had made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you, that if ye be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to do the whole law. Christ has become of no effect unto you. Whoever of you are justified by the law, ye are fallen from grace. So in the book of Galatians, it was a church under Paul. And this church, Paul had taught them the grace of God. But some other teachings had came in outside what Paul had taught them. And these teachings told them they had to adhere to the law in order to be made right by God. And if we know the law, the law was self-righteousness. In the core of the law is self-righteousness. It is our way of doing things to get close to God. Or our way of becoming righteous with our own works. And one of the things they had to do was circumcise the flesh. So Paul was speaking here to the Galatians saying that if you fail to keep one part of the law, then you fail all. But if you want to return back to the law and not grace, if you want to return back to your works, your way of doing things, your self-effort, and, and return back to circumcising yourself, then if you want to do that, then you got to keep all the rest of the law. Yeah. Amen. And for we know the reason why Jesus came is that no one could have kept the law. Mm. So Jesus came and completed the law. So that which is now completed is done away with. Mm -hmm. So we could be freed from the law. That's what Paul was referring to as he said the yoke is bondage. Mm -hmm. We could be free from our self-effort. From putting in work like I did. Mm -hmm. Trying to overcome lust. And instead depend and rely on God. Mm -hmm. He said if you return to your own self-effort your own works, you return to the law, your way of doing things, instead of just depending on God, you have fallen from grace. You have backslidden. So a lot of people think, oh, you backslide if you sin. But here are people trying to not sin, trying to come closer to God with their own self-works, their own self-righteousness. And Paul is saying that is falling from grace. Mm -hmm. You see, self-works and self-righteousness, because we can't do the law, we can't fulfill the law, when it doesn't work for us, that's what makes us frustrated. Mm -hmm. That's what makes us bitter. That's what makes us want to condemn ourselves. Because the law, if it did it work if the law could have worked then jesus would have not have 
come in the first place. Amen. But the law doesn't work. And that's why Jesus came. Your self-effort doesn't work. Paul said to God, he said, Take this thing away from me. And God replied, My grace is sufficient. You see, I fell because I was so frustrated in trying my way mm -hmm. of staying up. Yes. That I continue staying down. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I condemned myself because I felt unworthy. And here is God saying, no matter if you sin, no matter if you fall, get up and continue walking because my grace is sufficient. Look at the scriptures. We know it was two men praying. There was one who was a man that kept all the law and he prayed to God and he said, thank you God for I'm not like the tax collectors. I'm not like the heathen, and I do this, and I do that, and I keep all your laws, all his own works. And the Bible said, God heard him not. Mm. But there's another man that went to God and said, God, I am a sinner. Yes. And he beat upon his chest, and he prayed to God. He said, I was unable to be righteous by myself. That's right. Here I am as I am, Lord. I am. And the Bible says, the Lord heard him. Mm -hmm. Because yet he was stuck on sin. And his mind repented from it, meaning that he changed his thought about it. And he didn't look to do the works in order to be righteous. He looked to God to make him righteous. Mm -hmm. And that's why he beat upon his heart and he prayed to God. Self-works, self-effort, and depending on the law, is what causes us to fall. Because we get so frustrated that we give up. Mm -hmm. So if we take away this condemnation, if we take away the self-effort, if we take away the self-works, and we bring our hearts and our ears to God, and depend on God, the Bible said, ye which is able to keep you from falling. Not you which is able to keep you from falling. He which is able to keep you from falling. Mm -hmm. God is able to keep you from falling. Mm -hmm. If you depend on Him, if you trust in Him, and if you beat your heart and your chest like He does, every time you have a temptation, you depend on God. And if you do fall, and you not condemn yourself, and you get up, and you dust yourself off, and you change your mind from the sin, and you trust God, then you will not be in a fallen, backslidden state. You will have nothing to be frustrated about. 
because it's not by works lest anyone should boast. You're believing in God. Mm -hmm. You're having faith in God. You're not working to be righteous. Like I did. I bought all those tapes and I did everything by the letter they said that I should do to be free from lust and none of it worked. Matter of fact, I got worse. Mm -hmm. I went from watching porn to being in the strip club to having sex. Mm -hmm. I got worse. So we know that the law doesn't work. Let me, let me try to clear it up for you. Let me give you an example. My little brother, he has a, a baby. She is about eight months right now, eight or nine months. And uh, the beginning of the last month, she did two steps, mm -hmm. right? And she did two steps and it was, it was wonderful. And so I told my brother by the end of September, because uh, the beginning of August, no, mid-August, end of August, she did two steps. He said, I told her by the end of September, she's going to be walking fluently, mm -hmm. right? My brother said no. I said, she, he said she's going to be walking fluently before that. I said, what made you think so? He said, what he notices about his daughter, the moment she tries something, she's going to keep doing it every mm -hmm. couple seconds until she learned to do it. Right? Mm -hmm. So his daughter would walk two steps, fall down. Less than 10 seconds more, she walked two steps, she fall down again. Less than 10 seconds again, two steps and fall down. And my brother said they were feeling so sorry for her because all day, all they hear is boop, 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 boop. She keep falling down. And this is what I'm trying to show you. This is how grace is sufficient. The revelation in staying up is in getting up. That's where it is. Yes. We will fall as Christians. Yeah. We can't be hypocrites. We have to realize that we will sin. We will sometimes do the thing that we do not want to do. But we have to rely on God to give us the desires to overcome those things in His power, in His might, in His will, and not use our willpower. Yeah. If our willpower could have worked, Jesus would have not have come. Yes, but right. our willpower could not have worked. And this is the reason for the blood of Jesus. This is why he came. Amen. And he that begun a good work in us is faithful and just to continue it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We have to trust and rely on God. Yes. We have to stop offering him our Dead works yes. and offer him our ears and our heart. The Bible said, He that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Yes. That word spirit also translates to heart. Yes. You have to offer him your ears and your heart. There's yes. a story in the Bible with Mary and Martha. And Jesus and the disciples was going to stay at Martha's house. And Martha was busy doing the dinner, making the food, preparing the table. Martha was busy working. And Mary was sitting at Jesus' feet, listening to Jesus. 
And Martha became frustrated because she was doing all this work. And Mary, on the other hand, was just sitting at Jesus' feet. And Martha said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work? She was working to please the master. Mm -hmm. Martha was working to please the master. But Mary was sitting at the master's feet. Mm -hmm. And this is what Jesus did. Jesus said, Martha, 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 you are worried and busy about many things. But Mary has chosen the better part. Mm -hmm. Mary offered him her ears and her heart yeah. while Martha was doing the works. And this is the same thing that we're stuck in as Christians. Mm -hmm. We want to do the works, but our ears and our hearts are far yes. from yes. God. Yes. God is saying, give me your ears, give me your heart, give me your trust, and I will cause you to not fall. I will cause you to live righteously. Yes. If you fall down, Get up. Yes. Why? Because it's not your works in the false place, first place that keeps you up. That's right. It's not your works. It's God's works. Yes. He that is able to keep you from falling. And this revelation of walking in grace and depending on God is what to help free me mm -hmm. from sexual immorality. Yes. Let me give you an example. One time, I was being tempted in sexual morality. And I turned to God and I, I said, God, I want to do this thing. I want to do this sexual immorality thing. But I know it's not right. And I want to please you, so I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. So now I have two wills. I have the desire to do which is not right, to fulfill it. I have the desire to not do which is not right, so that I can please God. And God turned and telling me, you have a choice. Yes. You could decide to try to fight it with your own willpower. Mm -hmm. And you're going to end up doing it anyway. Mm. Or you could depend on me. Yes. So I said, God, what to do? He said, talk to me. I said, okay, so Lord, help me not to do this thing. Yes. I said, Lord, I can't fight this battle on my own. Amen. I said, God, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. I said, Lord, I want to do this sexual morality. Yeah. My relationship with God is personal. The power and your deliverance is in a personal relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Being honest, because he knows your thoughts already. So why hide it? Mm -hmm. So I, tell, I told him, I said, God, I want to do this sexual oral thing. But I don't want to do it because I have two wills. I don't want to do it because I want to please you. So help me not to do it. Yes. You know what happened? The moment I said that, the desire to do it went from me. There was no tape that I watched. There was no scripture I recited a thousand times. I didn't fast and pray for a hundred days. 
all I did was depend on God. And then soon after, the Bible said, Lord, always going to give you a way of escape. My best friend called me on the phone. And we started thinking and preaching and, you know, going into the word or scriptures and stuff about something else. And then I told him, I said, this is what just happened. And he said, and, and he looked at me amazed of how personal my relationship with God is. He said, are Christians not going to want to tell God mm. that they're thinking of committing a sin right now? Mm -hmm. They believe God is too holy. You can't tell him that. Mm. But that is the intimacy that God wants from you. When we were in the law, we were servants. Mm -hmm. But now we embrace your sons. Sons are served by God. Yes. Jesus said he didn't come to be served, but he came to serve. Yes. It is better to give than to get, but that's with man. But with God, it's better to receive. Yes, yes. Martha was steady trying to serve God. Mary was, was, come, was there being served by God. And it's a it blesses God. Yes, the word bless. It blesses God. It pleases God. It nourishes God when He serves us. Yes. And not when we try to serve Him. So God serving us, giving to us. Now we have something that we could give out to others. We could serve each other. Yes. And now I could stand here and I could tell you how to not be backslidden, how to not fall. It's in a personal relationship in God. It's not doing your own works. It's in trusting Him. And if you fall, to not condemn yourself. Yes. The Bible said there is now never no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. So if you fall in any sin, whether it be lying, whether it be theft, whether it be adultery, repent. And that word repent means to change your mind. Yes. Change your mind from it and then depend on God. So if you do fall, don't beat yourself up. Get up Get like that baby and go again. Yes. Keep getting up. Keep getting up. And keep getting up. And someday... Like that baby, you'll be walking through again. Yes, yes. The revelation is staying up, is in getting up. You see, the devil wants us to condemn ourselves. Yes. He wants us to become frustrated in our own works. Mm -hmm. Because that way, you give up. That way, you're falling from grace. Mm -hmm. That way, you're backslidden. And this is why God said he's married to the backslider. Yes. I recall when I was stuck in that state. I was in the act of committing fornication. And the word of God was coming to me. And I said, Holy Spirit, does this look like the time? <laughs> and he says he loves me. Right then in the act. Mm -hmm. He was trying to show me this revelation. He was trying to show me that I didn't become unworthy because of a, a sinful act. 
The sin don't make you who you are. It's the blood of Jesus who made you who you are. Your works didn't make you righteous. So your works, so not doing the works can't make you unrighteous. What made you righteous? The blood of Jesus made you righteous. And once I got that understanding, I stopped backsliding. I stopped falling from grace. Because every single time, like that baby, I would dust myself off, get up, and walk again. Mm -hmm. And I would not condemn myself. I would not give condemnation any inch into the door. Remember the lady who came and threw herself at Jesus' feet? No, they threw her at Jesus' feet. They wanted to stone her because she was caught in the act of sexual immorality. She was caught in the act of adultery. And Jesus told them, those without sin cast the first stone. None of them could because they all had sin in their mind. And that is current day church. We all have sin in our life. Yes. But we all turn up our noses at each other. So true. So true. And they all left. And Jesus actually says, mm. We are those that condemn you. Mm -hmm. She said, They are none. <laughs> Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. So go and sin no more. But how was she able to go and sin? No more. By being free from the condemnation. Yes. Jesus showed us. He said, you are not condemned. Now go sin no more. When you understand that is not your self-effort that keeps you standing. When you do fall, you're not going to be frustrated. You're not going to be condemned. You're not going to be bitter. Mm -hmm. You're going to repent. You're going to trust in God. You're going to get up. And you're going to keep walking. And God is the one. Who gives you the desires to do the good things. And take away the desires to do the bad things. It's only the Holy Spirit can do that. And this is why. We have to turn away from the law. And we have to focus on grace. And we have to focus on a personal relationship with God. We are free from the bondage of the law. Yes. We are free from the bondage of self-works. Amen, church? Amen. We are free. Free. We are free. Free, yes. All I did was pray and trusted in God. And he take away the desires. He take away the one, two to do the bad and give me the one, two to do the good. So that dilemma that I was stuck in, that dilemma that Paul was stuck in, at the end of the scripture, Paul said, thank God for Jesus Christ. Yes. He said, thank God for anything that he did. He said, thank God for Jesus Christ.
And this is why I continue to preach grace. This is why I continue to preach a personal relationship with God. Because the law will put you in bondage. And the law will increase your sin. The law will make you frustrated. The law will make you bitter. Amen. Thank you, church. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We want to thank 